that's no moon. Hello there, and welcome to That's No Moon, a Star Wars Legion podcast. This is episode something. I think it's 16. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, uh, I'm Cockles, I'm your host, and man who is constantly trying to think of ways to up Tennessee. Um, joined with us today, we have not two, but three individuals who are all of varying, various abilities of Legion, uh, a bit of Legion skill. Um We'll start with the one who is, in theory, the best based on their their uh, world rankings and finishings, which would be Tom Smith. <laughs> You're all on mute. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> How's it going? Not bad, mate. Yourself? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks. See how I did. See how I see how I helped you out there, mate. I wasn't expecting it. That's why my mic was still muted. There you go. That's fine. That's absolutely fine. Uh, right. So let's go with the actual uh, world ranking type thing. Uh, who actually, who the bloke who finished higher than the other one. Uh, Andy Terrell, how are you doing? Yeah, really good now. Do you know what's really funny is, as I said, the bloke who finished higher than the other one, Ollie unmuted himself thinking it might have been him that I was going to fly through to, but he didn't. That's fine. <laughs> it's all good. He, he might have been on a like a literal high, but didn't finish higher. That's fair. Yeah, that's that's true. Uh, lastly, it's the man, the myth, the one who didn't survive the sunshine last time we recorded a uh, a. Oh yeah, he's, you're only so. Hang on, I know exactly what you said. He's typing things in here, and I'm gonna. You're only ranked higher in the Elo, and that's that's it. You. Did, but where did you finish in the worlds? Fifth. Where did you finish when? in the worlds? Where did you finish in the worlds? Goggles. <laughs> didn't attend, so therefore unplaced. So we'll never know. 129. <laughs> ne- never, never, never attended. So we'll never know. Andy, where did you place? Off. So there we go. That's the that's that's the <laughs> it's factually correct information. Seems pretty there. legit to me. Yeah, factually accurate. Factually accurate. Um, are we all well, gentlemen? Are we good for ready for a hyped up show? Always. I have a question for you. Um, I don't know if you listen. There's so there are some amazing. So first off, I'll pre- premise this: there's some amazing podcasts that aren't ours. We're all right, but there are some pretty good ones elsewhere. Uh, but we've been ha- we've we've had some shade thrown at us. Um, I didn't throw any shade at them. I just set a challenge out, and then they threw some shade, mentioning something that happened over a hundred years ago, which is irrelevant. War of eighteen twelve and all this kind of rubbish. Just to point out that, that the War of eighteen twelve was a draw, and it, <laughs> it effectively made Canada happen. So that was good. Uh, and yeah, they were throwing like eighteen twelve and Jackson and Mississippi down there. It's like, meanwhile, we burnt the White House down. But there we go. So Did you listen to that music, though. Oh yeah, it's it if, absolutely batshit. Could insane. not dif- <laughs> if you want that's that music. If you if they said, "Tell me I'm from Tennessee," without telling me I'm from Tennessee, yeah. that, was, <laughs> that was that. That was that's that was brilliant. That's number history. one in their charts, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. On the, it was the the Billboard 100. Uh, it has been for the last hundred years. And has, yeah, <laughs> thing. So I'm going to just throw. Some, I'm just going to throw something back and just say because I did some did some checking or something. I think we should mention every other podcast that's out there except for them. Right. So we well, haven't actually named them by yet. I'm just I've just spoken about Tennessee. And... This, is, this is another Alfie's dad situation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so did you know that Tennessee? They hacked, They tried and hanged an elephant for murder, and they gave it a name. 
how the hell the, do you hang an elephant? Well, that's that, got to be a there big are many. Trick. Yeah, so first, so that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's an engineering. To be fair, that means they must have some really good engineers. So, <laughs> on September the thirteenth, in the town of Irwin, uh, they hung a vicious killer named Murderous Mary. She was an elephant. They hung the elephant for mauling one of the keepers. Okay. With a name like Murderous Myrtle, you're you know you're a bad egg. Murder, Murderous <laughs> Mary. Murderous Mary. Mary. Myrtle is from Harry Potter, mate. Which yeah, uh, could have sounded more British if he tried. <laughs> right, more. I've never seen Harry Potter. That's, I'm gonna, that's morning I'm gonna, Myrtle. The next fact I've got for you, I, I want you to think about it and go, that's insane. And then I'm going to drop a second. I'm going to drop something for you and make you go, oh my god, how is that even possible? So right, it is illegal to shoot any animal. From a moving vehicle, unless it is a whale. <laughs> what? What in the deep south is this? <laughs> right. So that's the first thing. So, yeah, you can't shoot any animal from a car from a moving vehicle unless it's a whale. Tennessee is a landlocked state. I'm glad you cleared that up because I was literally googling it just to see <laughs> where it is. <laughs> Tennessee is a la- Tennessee is a landlocked state. How the hell are you going to be sitting there going? Hey man, I'm driving past. Did you see that whale drum down there? I gone got my two shot around and shoot that thing. Oh, in, 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 they in, drive in, 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 in with the worst, yeah. in with the worst accents that we could possibly throw at people. Oh, <laughs> clearly, uh, it doesn't matter. Clearly, clearly, you didn't hear the clear the the Dick Van oh, Dyke British impersonation British one yeah. they were trying last week. Hello, Governor. I didn't listen to any of their podcasts except for that I knew they were talking about us. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just, so just for the shadiness. That's enough. Uh, I just want to do one more. Uh, I mean, there's there's a few like because there's like fun facts, funny, embarrassing facts about Tennessee. There's a few. I do tell you what though, shooting a whale from the back of a back of a car scores zero yeehaws. Just think about that, Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> just think about it. One one rather rotund Englishman thinks it's zero out of five yeehaws. I I am gonna put a little like if it wasn't for Tennessee, Jack Daniels wouldn't exist. So. Salute to Jack Daniels. They aren't there. The cri- That's the not even a good thing to claim. But then a stock clock's right twice a day. Do you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but the funny thing is, Jack Daniels also died by kicking um, a safe. <laughs> um, it led to a blood infection, which eventually ended up killing him. So that was quite entertaining. Um, oh, you've, you, you've, gone pretty, you've gone pretty dark tonight, Cockles. Uh, so the shade was thrown back, and I'm going back all guns blazing. In the South, I think they'll understand. Um, it's all jokes. So the reason that we've had a little bit of Tennessee bashing is because the Stabcast um, uh, accepted oh. our chat or my challenge to. Um, on one upmanship on our Legion charity fantasy football league. So the idea is that whichever of team uh, that's the moon versus team Stabcast finishes higher, uh, the other has to donate uh, to their chat to the to the charity of choice. So um, team team that's no moon is me and Matt Haslam, and then you, two, you uh, the other team of that's no moon is obviously Andy and Ollie. Um, so Thank myself you. and Haslam have not have, we challenged them. I'm not going to make you guys take part unless you want to, and then if you finish higher, we nominate we go to you that sort of thing. Oh, there's totally pride involved. Like, yeah, okay. So in, so not only is there is not only is there a cross pod cross podcast rivalry, there's an internal rivalry as well. Oh yeah, you've got the two people who know nothing about the sport. Um, are going to try their damn hardest because Ollie is the most competitive person as, as I am. Well, <laughs> three of us. I, on there. I, I did a grand total of no minutes and no hours of research and I picked so, players based on their names and how many points they had next to them. Um, so, get- the, so basically what we're saying is that 
if internally, if you if you two collectively mm-hmm. beat myself and Matt Haslam, then and uh, and also uh, Stabcast team, so then when when we beat you and Matt Haslam, yeah. <laughs> he who laughs hardest laughs last, mate. Uh, so if you guys win, then it'll be me and Matt chucking fifty quid to your charity of choice. Those guys chucking fifty quid, and then for, and the other way around as well. So like, if we win, it goes to the Joshua Tarrant Trust from you right. guys and Stabcast, right, all that right. sort of thing. Is, is, is it fifty dollars or is it fifty pounds? Uh, it's dollars. So, but because we're we, we because we've we've got the superior currency, we can up it a bit more because that's worth more, isn't it? So between the two of us, <laughs> or four of us, I should say. Superior currency, like, but cockle still can't I count. Should, <laughs> I think we should make as many of these as possible, like internal mini side bets, because Hazam's got to contribute. Um, oh yeah, he's not even on the podcast. <laughs> we will get him. We'll, we'll get him on. We'll get him on when the season We'll get him on the season starts. But what I would like to hit, what I'd like to see, is like notorious scoundrels calling out the eight one eight and the eight one eight, then calling out um, the, the von bad generals and von bad generals calling out etc. Calling out LJ for running a crap Discord or something like that. That's, just see how it all goes on. Just some, some really good rivalry, and then the idea is we can try and generate some more money for charities and stuff like that. Um, if what I will do at some point when I remember is I'll list all the charities that everyone's supporting, and then if you are of a, in a position to gent to donate to these charities that you want to, you're more than welcome to, um, because that's just a nice thing to do. If you don't, if you can't, don't. If you can, you're a lovely human being. Um, talking of people giving generously, um, our patron supporters are, are one of these types of people uh, who donate generously and uh, they support our podcast and also the video work that Tom. That's a QE guy. Hi, Tom. Hi. Yep, that's what he does. So it supports the work that we do there uh, and things. We've got a new uh, set of. We've got a new video out last week. We've got a new type of video coming out soon, um, which hopefully will be really cool. It's a different. It's a different thing. So it would be focusing on a bit more of the hobbying side of things. Um, so yeah, hopefully you'll enjoy all enjoy that. But in the meantime, I need to give some shout outs. I'm, I'm obviously now we've got to a point where I can't shout out everyone, but I will shout out. The most recent uh, supporters since uh, since the last show. So uh, let's go. When was the last show? Twenty seventh, fourteenth. So there. So we'll go from early June. We'll go everyone in from the from the beginning of June. So we have uh, Missing Link, Joseph Miles, Jordan Hatswell, and Sean and the Reef City Cartel. And I believe that's uh, an Aussie dude. So uh, we're we're expanding in, into Australia. Although I have a suspicion that they are supporting us just so they can join our Discord and then say Ashes win. Uh, which would be painful for us. No, uh, it, for it, those it, of us who care it, about it, cricket, anyway. To be fair, like the, the Reef City Cartel was asking about um, like list links from game up link from the weekend, so I think they do actually care about it a little bit more than cricket. Well, that's. I mean, I'm sure they do, but you've kind of ruined my little joke there. But oh, okay, well, it's, it's fine. It's it's... You probably you should probably try being funnier. Uh, you should... <laughs> 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 it's coming from a man who looked like who looks like Tim Minchin, a Northampton local, has left lost it quite a lot. Oh, I lost it years ago, mate. No. I've, I've been Ian Beeling for about five years now. You've got, I've got nothing left. I've got nothing left. <sighs> I suppose we should talk about some Legion stuff, really. Um, yeah. So I've only had one game in the past two weeks. That was against my mate Adam. Uh, and he ran a droid list, which I'll just, I'll just talk about it in a bit in a Wemo. It's nothing major. Tom, have you had any games in the past couple of weeks? Other than video reports, which people will see. Oh well, in that case, no, um, because all of the ones I've played have been uh, have been recorded for for battle reports. So oh, we don't have we don't to have to avoid spoilers. spoilers. No, we don't have spoilers. I've played um, all the games. 
That's cool. Uh, by the way, I know we've just segued on to what we're talking about Star Wars. Ninja. I'll just say, by the way, thank you to those who are our patron supporters. Um, you're all lovely and wonderful and things like that. We have in this show later on, we will be talking about some lists that you have submitted um, and we review them because, well, why not? That's what we're here for. That's what we do. Um, and if you're interested in supporting the, the show, uh, which helps us create more content, the videos, et cetera, et cetera, um, sponsor events and all this sorts of jazz, um, you can find it, go to patreon.com forward slash that's no moon. Uh, and yeah, there's just, uh, and everything's on there that you want to know. And uh, you can follow us on Facebook and all that jazz as well. More on that later. Uh, Andy and Ollie, you went to events. Um, Andy, go, uh, Ollie, I was mean to you in the first thing, so you can go first this time. Um, so I was due to, I was actually due to be going to the event that Andy was running, um, but his son dropped out and he was looking like he wasn't going to be able to play. So I took the noble cause and traveled to London instead. Uh, it went to an event 23 players we ended up on in London, um, and I took my new version of Blizzard. I say new, not really. A lot has changed. Um, and yeah, it was, a, it was a really good event. Dark Sphere is, it, 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 it's not the story, it's the weird timings of the event for Dark Sphere, because they don't start till about 11am, and that means you don't finish till about 8pm, give or take. So it ends up, you, you sort of end up, from, from where I am, it's about a 14-hour day. It's because in the big city, they can the big city. They're open till later. Well, yeah, no, it's, it's you know it's, it's entirely lucky. But three three really good games of Legion um, against varying sort of skill levels of players. Yeah, people who brought lists that were fairly new, um, and then sort of worked your way up towards um, the finale where people have sort of uh, tried and tested the lists and whatnot. I actually was, was really good. I faced against Double Bounty all of the rounds, so I was against Cab Bane Bosk Separatists rounds one, two, and three. Um, and most of the lists tend to be the same. I'm seeing a lot more BXs on the table. Um, seeing a lot more Cab Bane, a lot of Bosk. Um, I actually played played against a Grievous in my final game, so that was a that was an experience. Don't don't think I've played against a Grievous once at a tournament ever. The the, the only issue is playing Grievous now. You can't do the fun thing and like shoot him to death, shoot him to bits that he gets suppression and runs off the table. Isn't that right, Nav? Hey, don't don't be dissing Nav. He hammered Andy, I hear. That's uh, not entirely true. We'll, we'll come uh, on. To, we'll come on. We'll come on to that later. <laughs> um, no, no, so it was it was really good. Um, don't get me wrong. I, I like a bit of variety when I play, but at least they weren't exactly the same list over and over and over. So, really, really, really fun tournament. I came first uh, based on SOS, but that's because my opponents all went two one. Um, so I think it was Elliot and then Lila. So um, without. Without a deep dive, tell us about a particular game that was good and what you did well, and what your and then another one, uh, another game that something your opponent did well. Or uh, admittedly, they still lost, but tell us uh, something good, good and good and bad that happened to you in both in in your three games. Um, my first, my first opponent, um, love, lovely guy. Uh, I, I've forgotten his name. I will try and find it at some point. Um, but he was running the uh, full squad Dioxys saboteur squads. Now. As is as as is tried and tested with how well Lila did at Worlds. If you don't know what it does, it's terrifying. Uh, and when two squads of them just run forward and start throwing bombs at Vader, um, it gets it gets pretty worrying. I'll tell you that much. Um, I think his on his final activation um, of the game, he exploded a bomb with Bosk, um, which almost killed Vader, but did kill Bosk, and that was kind of the nail in the coffin for him. Um, which is which is a bit of a shame, but um, and then you know, I think some people when they see a commander Vader run into their lines, 
give up. Um, and I think there's I think there's a lot of things you can possibly learn from sticking in a game, even if it doesn't feel like it's going the way you want it to. Now, don't get me wrong, if you're getting absolutely smashed about and you're really not enjoying yourself, fair enough. But, you know, I, I, my, my opponent for round two, um, he unfortunately, Vader got into his lines, turn two on Implacable, did quite a bit of damage. So you can understand the concession at that point. Um, but again, I think there's a that, that, that was the only thing from the weekend where I think an opponent might have made a mistake from that because every, every loss is an opportunity for learning. I think um, one way to look at it is if you, you definitely know it's over and like it's quite early on, um, rather than just conceding and you sat around for an hour and a half and then you're gonna build up your own little salt mine from it, like obviously because you're you're kind of overanalyzing and stuff and you've got plenty of spare time. One thing to kind of take away from it, if you if you're hundred percent sure it's a guaranteed loss, try and do something that is not um like the norm so then when you would try it out in a uh, a game where it matters you would know the rough outcome so is it worth me flanking with this unit to double move and then take a pot shot like on turn five like if you've got a unit of mandos or something like that it's try something that's not because the game's already lost it's not costing you anything now but you can build up that tactical knowledge and reference point to go back to later in life if that makes sense for when it does matter you'd be like oh, I know the right target priority because of what happened, because I learned from experience. Um, so it's just, uh, that's that's one thing I suggest so you don't concede and have too, too long to sit around at a tournament and do nothing. I would maintain that every loss uh, that you can have in, a, in, 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 in the game is an opportunity to learn back from something. And you go, well, I won't do that next time. There are, okay, there are instances where you just might have You'll t- you'll just have a really crap matchup against someone, and this is potluck, and you'll be like, "Oh, that's a, that's the thing." But then, what you could learn from it is going, "Okay, how can I mitigate a bad matchup next time I have next time I have said ma- bad matchup? I is it going to be a turn zero thing, or is it a deployment thing, or is it a target priority thing? You just just learn. I mean, everything you learn from it. Ultimately, the game is meant to be for fun, isn't that right, Ollie? However, <laughs> however. <laughs> However, in the competitive side of things, when you go to events and tournaments and two days and one days, whatever, then it, they're all learning experience and all this sorts of stuff. I think it's also worth not writing the game off too early because there's definitely been times where I've seen people kind of give up because you get a force user in their lines or whatever super early. But it doesn't always mean, I mean, maybe with Ollie getting Vader into someone's back lines <laughs> in turn two, but it's not always just like, an instant write-off like end of the game um so yeah i think it's important not to write it off too soon yeah i you know i think i think there's don't get me wrong an eight, an eight wounded vader when you've got snows backing him up with an additional four wounds is hard to chew through and um, but when you've got units like cad with his gauntlets there you could just run cad over to vader try and get in that way try and give him some mobilized tokens and then just disengage and shoot but like don't get me wrong with, like the the reason why Blizzard is so good is because it's just all threat or all support for its threats. There's no unit that does nothing. Like, like you can take units that do nothing. I mean, I've seen people run like two naked snows, but I see no point in that. What you know? Why not? Why not throw the med? Why not throw the med bots on them um, so that you can better improve your chances of uh, a living Vader? It's quite in, in quite. Except for round two, I used all four wound charges from the snows on Vader. 
Uh, and Vader died in the last game and was close to death in the first game. So having those extra wounds and pumping the squad out a little bit made sense. But, you know, I think that you just need to focus on one thing. So give give Vader a, you know, B1s aren't expensive. Throw a couple of B1s at him and then use Bosking campaign to try and mess up the rest of my army. Yeah, there's, there's always options. Yep, always. <clears throat> Excuse me. Always a chance to clear it right there. Uh, always uh, a potential opportunity, and ultimately, it's a dice game. You could you could roll your B ones can roll three crits, two hits into light cover, so you got the four, and then Vader whiffs. Can't mitigate can't mitigate RNG sometimes, and that's just and that's like they can be heartbreaking as well because when you're the other guy going, Haha, I've got Vader, I've got Maul, I've got Anakin or whatever into the lines to do some clever crap. Sometimes dice can just be dice and let you down, uh, but that's just the way it is. That was, that's what makes the game fun. <laughs> um, so you went on to win. <laughs> you went on to win that that uh, event, uh, Ollie. Then uh, I did, yeah. Um, so what, what, did, what you, no, did you see any interesting lists that made you go uh, from observing? Did you sit and go, "Ooh, that stuff," or anything like that? I don't think there was anything particularly wild in there. Um, okay. I think I think a lot of the times at events like this, where there's sort of four or five new players, you get people that either bring just what they have or what's fun um, and stuff like that. I mean, Lila was on a weird Echo base, but I think that's solely because that's what she's bought um, and that's what she owns. Uh, Elliot, I can't even remember what Elliot was on. Is Lila he, still doing the one box challenge? Something like that. Yeah, she's yeah. still on, she's still on Tons, Leia, Chewie. Vets in placement turrets. So, yeah, so that's all that's in the Echo base. So I think she's still doing that one box challenge, which to go three and oh, um, is still pretty impressive. Mm, no, no, absolutely. Um, and Elliot, Elliot was on, um, I think he might have been on the Callus double battery. Sorry, what's the one box challenge? You, you buy a battle force and you play what's in the box. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's a, oh, cr- crikey, yeah, that is a challenge. So, so you I, can I, do it with the five oh first echo. I don't think you can do it with invasion force, and I, uh, I think you can do it with Blizzard. It's not the greatest list. <laughs> it, I have like Vader and an ATST and two bikes. Yeah, two, two bikes squads of bikes. Yeah, yeah. yeah hey, that, you've got no hey, HIUs. That's still that's still okay. Yeah, and that, <laughs> that's Vader, I think Vader and ATST still pretty terrifying. <laughs> I think the five oh first and the echo base ones, I think, are competitive boxes, and I think you can take, as Lila's proven, you can take them to a tournament and pr- win. And I think with the five oh first one, you can easily do the same as well, because um, a guy at work was um, looking at buying into it, and he likes to, um, the clones. I was like, well, five oh first, there you go, and he's trying to do it as cheap as possible. I was like, literally, do that. Uh, take one of the arc models and just model him as a commander instead, um, like a clone commander. Just put some green stuff on him and everything. I was like, that's literally you wouldn't need to buy the expansion if you could, then buy it. But then you're not doing one box challenge. But <laughs> you could get away without that. Yeah, that makes sense. I've also found Elliot's list. He was running what he called bounty robots, hundred points, eleven activations, Veers, double IG. Uh, snowtroopers with Dell and the R4, stormtroopers with an HH12, specialist and recon intel times two, naked store, naked shores, and then a mortar, and then three snipers, strike teams, obviously. Um, so yeah, he's got the double IG going on. The, the, um, the only the only reason why I don't like that 
as a list is because with all of the high impact out there at the moment. Well, I wonder if the Del Mico is the. Um, I mean, it, it, it helps. Oh, don't get me wrong. Del Mico will help, but like, if I'm firing, because they, they, they both got armor one, right? Yeah, but when it's lower numbers, it actually helps them more. Because if you fire impact four at me, you apply the dodge and cover. So I'm still sat in heavy cover, and you've scored like seven hits. Say two go to cover. You're applying four of them to crits, but my armor one's still low enough to knock it out, like to, to ignore it. So you're still getting the benefit of it. It's still cancelling a single hit. So in some regards, armor one is better than saying having full armor or armor three in some depending on in them kind of dice pool scenarios. I, I, I don't I don't understand how because so because it, the armor doesn't kick in until after the yep. crits have been made. Yeah, so if you've rolled, say, seven flat hits, you cancel two for heavy cover because you apply cover and dodges first, so that leaves you with uh, five left. You apply your impact four, and then the the last hit is cancelled out by armor one. Yeah, so it's the same as just armor. Yeah, as I was going to say, armor just cancelled anyway. Yeah, yeah, so it's... it's, it's, Yes, in that scenario, yeah, but it, it, it can still work when you've got impact like it still helps cancel out so like in when you've got lower armor value like um armor one say they score eight hits you're still knocking even with that impact four you're still knocking off one damage no matter what because the the amount of dice they're rolling versus the amount of impact it's it's circular. like it makes no real difference no i guess i guess guess on um i I guess on i guess on more thoughts it doesn't really make a difference because you dodges and you covers beforehand yeah it's like if you're if your armor um, if your impact value is equal to the amount of dice you're rolling, then yeah. So like um, an ATRT, then that'll it makes a huge difference. But when you've most of the time, you're going to have more dice than you have impact. So when you've just got an individual armor one or two, it still gets the benefit of actually cancelling hits. Um, and it, it adds up over time, especially if it's chip damage. I, I guess it only really makes a difference for. I, mean, I don't know how often this is going to come up, but it'll only make a difference for Guardian. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. unless because you obviously you tap Protector. So if I'm creating, but well, well, at what point does um, I suppose it's Force Barrier takes the hits? So at, before the impact kicks in. Um, I have double check Force Barrier in a second, but I know for Guardian that is done during the modify attack dice step. So that's after impact is applied. Yeah. Which is why Protector worked um, with Dark Troopers um, because they would mod- you would modify your impact up, um, and then the IRG could protect to the crits that were left over. Yeah, um, and I think Barrier is probably during the same modified dice step. Yeah, because I think I think they're the only two things where like where, where, where having armor one would be worse for you. It's worse when it's like I don't know, like a, a Mando squad where they've got impact four and they're rolling four dice. Yeah, yeah, but, it... but you know, it's, it's, so so many of the things you're firing now. So say you're firing an, an, an unaimed shot with bikes, that's an average of four hits, two to cover, and then impact two. Yeah. So so those so those crits are gonna force like... barrier. I have force barrier. I'll read it to you. While another friendly trooper is at range one, is defending against a ranged attack during the modify attack dice step. Yeah, cancel so the crit or two window. hits. 
yeah so it's basically after your opponent's modified all of their dice um because the attacker will get the priority on modifying the dice first cool so, yeah, so in theory you could roll two you could roll say something small shoots and they roll mm-hmm. two uh two two hits and then they convert yep. they try to convert to impact yeah so they, they would apply impact so yeah they apply the impact crits. there yeah but then they go and then you do the old uh you can well, so you can't use force barrier to cancel the two hits you use it to cancel run quit crit instead yeah yeah there you go that's just yeah there you go it's, so i mean it, you know it's it's, it's 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 you're not likely to come across that situation often unless you're running like palp and an irg do you so, know what i look forward to an, someone an, saying IG, sorry I look forward to someone saying, "Oh, thank the Lord, you guys spoke about this because I was at an event and it's yeah." So they didn't have to look up things on the forum. Well, you, you can always trust us, load of weirdos, to come up with the weird stuff. Well, yeah, it's just the way it is. Um, the way it is. Things will never be they'll, 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 Things will just never change. <laughs> um, Andy, talk about what you you did at the weekend. Uh, while me and while me and Tom just sit quietly and just absorb for. Yeah, just information, isn't it, really? <laughs> yeah, we had um, a nice little quiet eight-man event uh, over in Milton Keynes, which I would say was a surprise. It's nice because um, I think the last time we had an event that small was post-COVID, um, literally right as we came out of it. Um, but I think with people um, only getting day passes from, from family and stuff like that or having other commitments, I think people are prioritizing world qualifiers. Um, and obviously there's one this Saturday coming up. So I fully get it. Can't always have a full sellout, um, but it's still a great little eight-man event. Uh, I got to play because Ollie dropped out for us, so I didn't have odd numbers um, because my son decided he wanted to go and do other things than toy soldiers. So I was very upset. How dare he? (laughs) I know. (laughs) Um, So I ended up playing... uh, three clone lists actually all weekend out of eight players we had three clones um first one was a a cody isp saber tank double atrt um triple clone uh list um fairly new player but very experienced war gamer um luke i always say luke cook but it's not it's luke townsend um from x-wing days oh fishy fishy war gaming luke townsend Fishy's coming over. Um, he's he's gone in for my title. He said, um, although technically I don't own it anymore because I didn't defend it. <laughs> he's gone in for Finn's title. Yeah, he's gone in for Finn's title. Um, he had his first yeah. tournament the other week, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he's been to mine about two months ago. Yeah, that was the first one. one that I came to Milton Keynes. So yes, he did, he did right. pretty well in that one. Yeah, he made it to the final table against uh, Gale. I think it was. Um, yeah, no, he's, as I say, I think the experienced war gamer comes in for, for him. He knows what he's doing. Um, lots of vehicles against... Um, I was running a Callus double bounty where I'm running loads of critical. Um, so it's quite hard um, to kind of get through that armor. But when Callus rolls three natural crits when shooting an ATRT, it kind of helps pretty easily. <laughs> as I said, can't help but die sometimes. Yeah, um, I mean, I just focused down one target at a time. I ignored the saber all game and just accepted the fact that it was going to uh, shoot me for six turns. Um, and then um, the, the mistake of that game from from my part was I thought Cody had six wounds. So a sniper team shot Cody when he was on four wounds. I was trying to soften him up for a bounty for one of the uh, either IG or uh, Boba. 
and uh, the sniper scored double hit. And I was like, oh, yeah. And he's like, yeah, he's dead. And I was like, well, he's got six health. And he's like, no, that's five. He's like, oh, well, I'm going to spend that aim to re-roll both my hits into blank. <laughs> so I re-rolled it into a blankness. <laughs> and I was like, just a suppression then, please. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, be advised to double check uh, new character's health because um, it can lead to you losing. Because like, having the bounty is one of the reasons why I won that game. Um so it was going to be 2-1 no matter which way he diced it. It was like, if he killed my bounty hunter, then that meant the saber tank wasn't um, contesting the middle. Um, and if he decided to contest the middle, then it meant um, uh, my bounty hunter could claim the bounty. So it kind of opened up, uh, and we we called, we called it 2-1. Um, the other two games, one was against um, Alex, who was running 501st, three full arc squads, um, Anakin and Alart. And his lart was so beautifully painted. A what? He... A lart? Is that spelled yeah. L-A-A-R-T? Yeah, that's the one. It's a four A's in the middle, actually. It's lart. It's lart. Exactly. It's, it's Leviosa. <laughs> Not Leviosa. It's a Levi- Leviola. It's the middle class lat, isn't it? Like... Yeah, that's it. <laughs> what, what, middle class, the... lower class. What, 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 what's the upper class lat, then? It's a lat. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 Donald, it's a lot. It was so well painted, though. Like, he had um, an arc sat on the door with a sniper rifle hanging, like, gunning out. He's got a, a droid ecker on the ground floor, like, shooting up. He's got some crushed droids as, a, as another arc trooper's on the floor who's jumped out of it. Um, like, it's a full diorama just by itself, and he's painted it white, which is amazing because it's, it's it's crisp no like lines or anything are visible no paint strokes um that is the for me white and yellow the two hardest paint yeah. colors to paint yeah and he'd done um uh it, it used black to do the paneling um but hadn't messed it up so Sick. like it was perfect in it yeah i, I have to get him to put a, uh, send us a picture of it because i forgot to take one of the event but he did win best painted uh heavy unit for this month which it, no diss to the other two entries that were there um because the unpainted one was ollie wasn't there but there was an unpainted one entered into the best painted um, ollie is not allowed to win painting awards ever again why you said disgrace you won a first one mate was it judged by a blind man? Sorry, Ollie's not allowed to enter painting uh, awards. Hey, hey right, sort of look, I wrote on the bottom of the piece of paper of my entry, this Andy's is... dog. No, 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 I did, well, I did write that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wrote, I wrote um, Andrew Terrell eats dogs, but also, this is garbage, do not vote for me. It's the mind games. Well, you know. It's, did you give a couple of quid on top of that or something? like? Yeah. <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that minted. And and to, like, to be honest, like I, I, I get it. You know, um, I get with the some people and the person who did have the best painted army did also win a prize. So we, we need to make that abundantly clear. Like, yeah. I got people's champion, which 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 is very very different. I mean, we, um, we all know Boaty McBoatface. Like, you are yeah. a prime example of Boaty McBoatface. <laughs> a prime example of what a salesman can do in a room. Yeah. <laughs> prime but example no, like, Prime it, example of why just no public votes in this country just don't work it, ever. Yeah. <laughs> People should just be happy the fact that there is paint on the models. 
I don't, I don't, I don't care. It's a stretch, Ollie. Isn't... I, I, I don't care if you spent 14 hours painting your HQ choice, okay? That's your fun. Yeah, and you're welcome to it. My fun <laughs> is not sitting down and painting for four hours. In fact, if if I if I was rich enough, I'd just pay people to paint for me. And, and that's people out there. Oh, just yeah. An intro- oh, listen, and, uh, please, please read the caveat beforehand. Ollie, if, if, you, if, enough, if you don't want to spend that much money... I can help you because I'll do it badly. Oh yeah, all right. cool. <laughs> and for free. <laughs> cool. I mean, yeah. even doing it for free would look better than what you did by priming it white, punching yourself in the nose, and then sneezing blood <laughs> over the minis and losing some limbs <laughs> in the process. I don't know well, how you did it. In, in so, in in fairness, they were missing their limbs before they were painted. Um... Well, that makes it fine then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely... so your bikes still aren't even assembled, are they? Oh, well, you know, they don't need to be. I mean, they're, uh, part, they're part assembled. Like, there's bits missing off the front, and you know, you, 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 you don't, you, you don't need that. If I could play with just tokens, I would. I've, I've, <laughs> now... I've, I've said this before. If like, if if Legion was just like chess, sure. You don't ask people to paint the chess pieces, do you? No. Uh, well, now it seems like a lot a really nicer good... if they do. <laughs> now seems like a really good uh, like time stuff. Our next set of videos that we're announcing and releasing are about hobbying. So painters, please be <laughs> paint painters are, are we'll be having a conversation with you. And in fact, our first one was recorded last night with Killian Young, who won the um, the world's awards uh, for his painted models uh, last uh, yeah, like uh, well, three out of five or something. Yeah, stupid. His stuff's uh, and, incredible. And when yeah. you see the pictures, when you see them on there, you'll understand why. And um, hmm. yeah, so yeah, that'll be our first one. So uh, keep an eye out for the posts on that one. That was with Killian, and then more will come. I've got one. I've got one lined up with uh, a local, a bloke local to me, whose brother is my son, uh, <laughs> <laughs> who, who, who rocks up at events. With the name Mini Cockles, he uh, looks. Because he looks a spit of you, and he does. Uh, not. I, he does. I, I, I take full credit for this because he just he appeared. At, you no, no, you, you legit can take that credit as yeah, well. But... He he appeared at MKGT, and I went, "Is that your son? <laughs> 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 Who is this tiny cockles?" <laughs> it, it, it's it, it, all I can say is. Our complexions are slightly different. He is a little more paler, and my beard is more fuller. That's just and from I... his mother, obviously. Yeah, obviously. What <laughs> 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 cockle? Stop! Stop putting the poor lad down. He's already got you as a dad. Jeez. Wow! <laughs> now, what did he get you for Father's oh. Day? What? Do you know what he didn't? <laughs> Do you know what? Legit, that he was the first person I played round one of LGT last year. And then you were playing my friend Reese round two, and I went over and I legit thought you were related. Like no, no lie. <laughs> Have you actually met his brother as well, though? Yeah, he looks nothing like his brother. No, <laughs> <laughs> he, he looks literally nothing like his brother. Uh, it's pro- pro- probably like the looks difference between Alfie and Alfie's dad. That's very true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, uh, yeah. tell us about your other games then. All right, so game two, obviously, was saying about um, Alex's amazing luck. Um, and uh, Anakin jumped into my gun line, and um, I kind of started scattering away from him. And eventually, he what did he, he charged into IG and killed him. And then Boba got the bounty again on kill position. So I managed to get kill Anakin with uh, Boba to get the bounty. Um, Because IG already had a bounty at that point, which is why he dived Anakin into IG. 
Um, but he he was contesting the middle. It was very, very close. Um, it, I think we worked out with one dice roll. It, he charged into the uh, into melee with an ATRT uh, with my sniper team that was on the middle key position. Uh, he scored three hits with the, the, the kick, uh, and I saved two. If he'd killed the squad, um, he then would have been a draw and uh, would have gone to kill points, and he could have then made some decisions to get the kill points to win um, on the final turn. So yeah, it got uh, ridiculously close, uh, which I didn't like. But he did a good, good effort. Um, and then the final game was against uh, Nav and uh, again Anakin, uh, Padme. I've got to say, he was running a hell of a list. Whoever came up with that list. I heard he came up with that himself. Yeah, I'm saying I'm pretty sure it says Nav's list. I've got the screenshot of him saying, "Yes, it's your list," so that's fine. Uh, <laughs> it's got to be Photoshop, man. Yeah, all that propaganda that's out so, there these days. Just an FYI, I've got. So you tell me what you what you what you think, and I've got a statement from him pre-prepared about this. Uh, so uh, do you want to say your <laughs> bit first? Do you want to hear what he says first? No, no. Uh, um. He straight up, I think he was too passive of Anakin, and we we said that with deployment afterwards, um, which opened up a few opportunities for me. Um, the IG made some probably good, good saves with Impervious. Um, I think he saved six out of nine, um, so he only took uh, three wounds. Uh, and yeah, that's right. Um, and then I, I healed two of them off. Um, so it took Anakin like three attacks to kill IG. It was like silly, um, but. I got greedy. <laughs> I had the middle box of Boba. He only had he'd only taken one damage, um, so I already had the bounty on IG. IG was going to die at that point, but I decided, oh, I can get the other bounty on Padme. I've softened her up. She's got one health left. I'll get Boba to do it while he's got the middle box. I'll win with both bounty hunters having a bounty and three boxes. Um, but no, it doesn't happen like that because <laughs> um, Nav did like a, a move and shoot with a unit of uh, uh, clones, scored pretty well. Boba took three damage, so he was left on one health. And I had an order on him, and I could have double moved, kept the box, still won. I was like, no, he's pretty safe there. Like, There's no other things that are going to shoot me. And then he pops around the corner with an arc unit um, and gets the final damage on him, uh, makes me drop the box. And then Anakin did a saber throw, fire support, uh, killing Callus, um, and then winning on kill points. So, yeah. so I, I, I'm I'm so I'm so over the moon, so happy about this. Now, so, when you when you listen to this, please know you've you've got my respect for just absolutely battering this, <laughs> greed, this greedy fool. <laughs> so, I I have I I thought I'd just ask Nab and just see what he says because so, because obviously there's two sides to every game, all sorts of stuff. So he says right. So I just literally said, can you give me a summary? I'll offer. I'll look be looking to offer it as a balance to when Andy talks about it. And he said, let me see. So it was recover the supplies, disarray, and I was read with clear conditions, I think. I had yeah. deployed uh, deployed, uh, I had deployed a bit back into my deployment. And Andy had the lead. He was blue. He was going to bounty my clone commander with IG-11. I had some misplays with the barks, and I didn't really take advantage of some good fire support options. But then I got Anakin up close and some clones to support. And then managed to kill IG-11 and his bobber, which was holding the third supply. He had the option to run uh, with it, uh, but I managed to kill it uh, and force a draw and win on kill points. That's proper, and he says that's proper brief. I managed to kill his callus with a saber throw, fire supported, and then Padme killed some shores, uh, fire supported, um, 
and they're the points who swung it. Yep. Yeah. There you go. So he was he wasn't brutal. Uh, I was hoping he would advice, be. But there we go. <laughs> he got it wrong. It's OG eighty eight. There we go. I but, think... uh, I, I was hoping he'd be like proper kicking you in the teeth there, but no, he was very he was very fair. All all I have to say, Andy, is do you remember the a couple of months ago when I played in Milton Keynes and I mm. made and I didn't stop some uh, Mandos coming in to the <laughs> yeah you know where this is going you said to me yeah. what do we always say to cockles yeah <laughs> that's we, the we, we we play for the win uh we don't play for fun because you were sat there deliberating oh should I do the fun thing or should I do the thing that's or should I win yeah I did yeah. the fun thing and I lost and uh yeah I'll it's a yep. it's a beautiful I told you so moment that you gave to me. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna actually just put a little hold on a second. We don't always play to win, and I'd like Tom to be bear witness to the fact that I didn't play to win when I was playing the games in uh, in High Wickham the other week. Well, this I, is true. I was, being ca- I was being captain help. I was being captain helpful for. And, and and did you win the event? No, I didn't. No, no, you didn't. But Sh- I was shut up. <laughs> Yeah, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> I, was being, I was being captain. I was being captain helpful because don't, in, the, don't. In, the, in the first game, I very honestly could have just gone and said nothing. But I was actually helping someone play the game. There was, there was, there was some, some heavy coaching going on. Captain helpful comes first to the losers. <laughs> captain helpful helps people grow the game, mate. Captain helpful has more friends than Ollie. <laughs> That's not why, hard. Why am I getting? Why am I, why am I getting digged on? That's him. It's, it's an easy target, to be fair. To be fair, it was it was low hanging fruit, man. I couldn't resist. <laughs> no, I think it's always nice though. Like uh, as you said, Fish is quite a new player though over Legion, and I went round to like uh, he hadn't seen a lot of different win options to him, and I explained it with your list the way you want to kind of zone my list out is wait until five, turn five or six and pile on your vehicles, and then I can't score the key position. Um, and he's like, "Oh, you can do that." And I was like, "Yeah." And it's like, so I didn't tell him during the game because obviously that affects decision making. And it's like, yeah, I am playing at a, only a local level, but it's also still a tournament. You you need to play it out and see. He might have known that, and you don't know, so you don't want to coach your opponents too much in a tournament level. No, I think it all depends on the the what's the what was what's what, what's the word I think about the importance of the tournament yeah because uh, no, you wouldn't be because you wouldn't be doing that and you wouldn't be doing that a two-day major and a world qualifier type thing a casual a casual three gamer then yeah, if you fine. if you coach somebody to the point where you lose that's foolish i've nearly done that because because so everybody pays their own money to get there and you don't often you don't really learn anything from winning games and if you've been coached into it, like you need to make the mistakes to then learn from the mistakes. Like watching someone make a mistake and then just going, at the end of the game, sitting down with them and just going, here's what you could have done differently. In this position, I would have done this, which, of the, which would have then stopped me doing this. But it still makes you see that your, what your opponent's list can do. Whereas if you're just coaching them around, um, they might not take all of that information in. And then when it actually happens to them another game when they're playing against someone like me... Um, who isn't going to coach them during the game, um, they, they're going to get caught out by it. Whereas, whereas right. if, if you get caught out by it and somebody actually just sits you down, chats you through it at the end of the game, that, I think that's better than mid-game coaching. I, I think, think the beauty of against the, the game that uh, Cockles was playing was that the guy had never played against clones. So it was a lot of like, oh, well, this is fire support. Like This is how this works. And 
and he he had a couple of misplays with with Vader and command cards, I think. But but yeah, the the way that you coached it wasn't spoon feeding him to a victory. It was it was just informing him of what the possibilities were, and I think that's the way to do it. The major yeah. one, the major turning point was on whether he he was he was like oh what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna he, he had he played the vader card where the, new, new ways to motivate and he was going to wound his dewback which had two wounds left to give it a move mm-hmm. and and i was like but he didn't need to do that he could have just spurred instead and got the same result and he coached him at a tournament no, and I just sort of said this is what you did, and I told him that. And, I, and it, but, um, but, but well, who, in my head, who, who's to say that who's to say that it isn't the right decision to take a wound and move, and then in your activation, then aim move, then aim attack? Because he was he was going into because it, it was the list ad with all the anti impact all this sorts of stuff. But anyway, the, the 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 what I was the, the point of what I was about to say is, I'm of the opinion that if you're coaching someone, if you if you happen to be coaching someone who who either needs it or it helps or whatever for whatever reason, there's many loads, there's a fair few. I'm, for me, it makes me think about what I'm also doing at the same time because it makes me remember that oh yeah, that's actually something that they can do because I don't because I don't play Empire because I don't have it. I have to remember it's harder for me to remember that oh yeah, they do that oh yeah, they do that and so I, by by doing that and reinforce it in my head. But that's just how my brain works. Whether it's right or wrong, that's a different subject. Can I just <laughs> clarify? When Go you on. were coaching, were you the opponent? Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, you're yeah, you're thinking you're no. thinking about coaching during. You're thinking about coaching as a judge, aren't you? Yeah. yeah no, so I, I was the TO for that tournament, and I was because it was an odd number. I was sat next to that table, building my mm-hmm. shatterpoint minis, and um, Shh, don't say <laughs> And and I kept very stum on both parties. To be fair, um, yeah. There was lots of glances from Cockles, and I could I could tell what he was thinking. But yeah, I didn't interfere and i think that's definitely the the spot as a to is to not get involved and yeah you can't yeah, you also, yeah. you're also, you're also not allowed yeah um it's, mm. especially these but i i'm very much of a baptism by fire look at things if you turn up and it's your first tournament like uh jack prouting tabled me at my first ever tournament um yeah honestly uh, round, round, i'd won the first two games and i was like oh this one's going pretty good and then he tabled me and then at the end of the game he said Here's what you should have done differently, differently with your list. This is before I understood what a bid was. Uh, can I just? That also I, sounds I, very similar as to when you came to High Wycombe for your first Imperial tournament. Yeah, yeah. I said, and, I, you know, I'm, I'm happy to, I'm happy to lose games, and if I get absolutely get, you know, get handed to me, like you know, Luke Cook beat me with like with like without a doubt. Like there was there was no point in that game where I felt like I was going to win. And now every time I've played against a list similar to that, I know what to do. Because I've learned from it. So here's the thing: Does that mean Jack Prout? You, 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 the reason you, Jack Prouting, it's his fault because you exist. You, he, he tabled you, and you went. I'm not having that again. So it's all Jack's fault. Uh, I tell you what, it's uh, you, you, and this is why we have such a really good spread of good players in the south, especially in this pocket of the UK, um, because you've got people like Dave and Jack. And Andy and me, and you play against opponents. I'm not. I'm not going to say you cuckles because you're not very good. No. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you coach people into beating you. Point proven. You didn't beat me. Yeah, I'm keeping quiet. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, you know, it's 
and all of us are approachable and friendly people and we will always try and help people after the games and stuff. Um, Dave's really great at it. He went up when Dave came to the shop that I used to run um, and played a couple of games with me on a Saturday, beat me all of the games that he played, um, but then told me how he'd done it and what to do differently going forward. And it's things like that because you should go into a game with a, with a game plan in your head and you should stick to that, whether it works or whether it doesn't. And then at the end of the game, when someone tells you this is what you could have done differently, then that gives you opportunity to learn from it. And then you take the information that they give you and you run that into the next game. I think coaching is just a bit of, um, like if someone's telling you what to do, it's just a little bit instructional. You don't really take it in, but maybe that's just me. No, I see where you're coming from. I think it was maybe more um, trying to avoid like a gotcha with like fire supports and things like that, as opposed to like, oh, don't do that move, do this move, or like, have you thought about doing this? So it was, it was maybe maybe coaching's not not the right phrase, but there was definitely some like, it was more. Did you know you can do this? Warning. I put it as a warning. Just like, yeah, yeah. That's uh, by the way. Do yeah. you know they do that? Do you know what? That's I think I've done that. At- high competition levels where someone's gone oh i've never played against that character before and i'm like oh okay do you know what their command cards are oh no i literally i've, I've never seen this person before and I'm like, i will turn around to him i won't show him my command hand to let him read the cards i will explain the cards because obviously there's a chance i don't have them so i'll go oh their one pip does this their two pip does this and their three pip does this because the last thing you want to do is be caught out especially like um and go well well i didn't know they could do that well, at least I've, if I've, as you said, like you've told them and explained the rules of fire sport. Where well, if I've explained to you the rules of my command cards, it's not going to stop me from doing it. It doesn't stop me uh, in, in any shape or form. And especially if they're that new, it do, it means their their player experience is not going to be as salty. So therefore, they're going to come back. Because um, I've that's fine. Uh, like you know, for for, for, like, yeah. for, like, for like newer players, but if like, like it happened to me at Worlds. I didn't really know what Rex's command cards did, and so I made mistakes when setting up against Rex. Okay. Now, 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 now I know what Rex's cards do, and I can range myself out from it. Uh, and again, goes as learning. But the fact for, for, that you don't know what they do is hilarious. <laughs> well, <laughs> are you telling me that someone took Rex to Worlds? Hey, yeah. Well, no, he went he went three zero in the last chance qualifier, three zero on day one, and then lost to me. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's a it's but no, he's he's a really really good really really good opponent opponent. He beat Dave as well actually, um, like round six I think it was. Yeah, yeah. So he so he took on the Dave's mentor there. <laughs> but no, like I said, yeah, at, it's at levels of things. So I'm all for new player experience and not having gotchas. Um, but yeah, you know, I'll I'll I'll, I'll say to people. You know that there are cards that there are things that Vader can do. You know, if he gets in close, there's a thing he can do with a big suppression bubble, stuff like that. But it's never try and avoid this because this is going to happen. Yeah, I mean, explaining that he he has implacable and how it works isn't going to stop you murdering someone in in a in a round, right? Like you know, the, but but like the, the things I don't say is I don't say the range that he can go with implacable in a turn. I'll say this is what he can do. He has burst of speed available to him, but I'm not going to say if you screen out range four and a half, he's not going to be able to get to you. Yeah, and I think that's it. Like you're, you've you've pointed out everything to them. You don't need to. You don't need to spoon feed it to them, right? Them. Yeah, no. especially as you say, if you're at a tournament where there's something on the line, uh, there would be the politeness of me going, "Okay, you've never played Vader before. These are the six command cards, um, but." 
as you say, and these are the upgrades because I'll do that to any opponent. It doesn't matter if it's a new to- tournament or not, uh, high end kind of worlds. I will list off these. This is what I'm running on each of my things. So I have explained to you I'm running Vader. It's got burst of speed, and I've now explained to you there is implacable. If you piece that together and you go, oh, okay, well, speed free move. I know is um, eight point six inches or whatever it is. Um, and you can do three of them. No. You can do three of them, or in Dave's case, you can do four of them, and you're in a tank. Like <laughs> <laughs> uh, his engagement range is literally five and a half, range five and a half, or something stupid um, with a Palpatine Gav tank Vader implacable <laughs> turn. Um, yeah, it's like you're not telling them the exact things, but if you can piece that together with what I've given you, te- hats off, mate. You need to be a, you deserve to be a new person smashing me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have no right in beating you. <laughs> yeah, um, but no, I think there's a definite fine line between um, being mega aggressive, uh, not mega aggressive, but uh, holding people's hands and coaching and teaching new people in the in- environment. I just think it. I think it helps if you're a if you're a good person, and clearly, some of us are good people. <laughs> no, I'm joking. It's because it's Ollie's not here and he's not, he's not listening, so I can't say it's a little shot in the back while he's not here and saying it's because he's a dick. Um, no, it's not. At well, all. he is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've all played Ollie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, played him twice. Oh, no, but he's right. When you you learn from the mistakes. So look, when I played him. Uh, um, uh, element uh, a few weeks week, seems like an age ago now when I played him Element I was so in my wrapped in my own head about going oh no Blizzard Force it does this it does this it does this I was too busy thinking right what do I not do about rather than bothering to think about what I should have done but there we go that's exactly and, what I did <laughs> and that sums up some recent games for us in the meantime so um, next in the show Tom welcome back your second show on you've been producing some wonderful videos Thanks. Uh, hopefully everyone has seen on our YouTube channel, which you're going to remind everyone what it's called in a mo, uh, and and all this sorts of other things. Um, you mentioned you had a query, and I thought, yeah, right. We'll bring when Tom's on, he can he can ask it on the show because it's a legit query because you're stuck in this little bit of a problem <laughs> where you can't do what you need to do, but at the same time you're doing what you sh- doing awesome things for us. So, so have a stage. Okay, so with two day event season coming up, and. Uh, we we all know that the best thing to do is to is to get reps with your lists and practice your your list, especially if you if you want to do well at those events. And like this time last year, uh, Shadow Collective came out, and I pretty much exclusively played Shadow Collective until LGT, and just had constant reps with it. Made sure that I knew my list inside and out, and you could just play anything, and you know that you can kind of deal with most things. You got your battle deck that you know you're good at and you play the things you're not good at to try and get better at them which you know we all know that with with various lists the problem that i've got at the moment is that i'm trying not to play the same lists more than uh, more than more than once because it'll make for a more interesting battle report if there's no repeats uh, which is um which is becoming quite hard because we've got mkgt coming up we go. I'm going to the um, That's No Moon Open that we've got uh, coming up this in July. Um, I'll be streaming, but I won't be playing. So my next two-day is MK, and then I'm going to be playing at London. I've not had the opportunity to practice any lists or get reps in with them. So my, I, 
multiple questions. How would you kind of deal with that? Like, would you play something that you're vaguely familiar with? Because the only thing I've played more than once in the last maybe nine months is the two lists that I've taken to the two monthly MK tournaments. And I'm not going to take Quad Mandos and Gar Saxon to a Worlds qualifier because that sounds like a terrible idea. But I might take Double Dark Troopers Moff Gideon. I want to go first, Ollie. If, if you, so if you don't have time to create a list of your own, look at what's been doing well um, in, in, in most recent events. Then pick what you have miniatures for and then just do your best to get as many practice games as you can within that time frame. Um, you know, it's 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 a really weird one because obviously you're going to need to have some time to, um, to to prep your list. But at least if you know that the list in its basis already works and can win events, that already gives you a massive head start. Go on, Coggles. Can I put a caveat in that? It depends. When you pick in a net list, so to speak, pick one that leans into your play style example if you're a gunline player look at a pop look at a successful gunline list if you're a janky player look at a jank and so forth that would be a suggestion um that was my little caveat i'll stick in there yeah i, I think that works you know so like i i am through and through a force user player mm-hmm. um you know i've played i think we must be gearing up for about 200 games between luke and vader now um, so you know it's quite a lot, and once you, it's it's not even necessarily about if you've played the list loads. It's if you know the pieces well, even from other lists that you've played, then you can generally make an idea in your head of what's going to work together, how they're going to work on the table, what benefits each other. That then gives you ideas for when you're setting things up, what unit supports what unit. You know, if you've got an officer and two squads, where do you want to be putting your aims? So where are you going to set them up? It's all things like just trying to make sure that you are thinking about what the list is actually going to do as opposed to just this list seems cool. See, this is partly what I was thinking is that, like I said, like with the, the MK, the, with the LGT list last year, I played more Cad Bane, Mandalorians, and then a load of Pikes. With the points update, Cad Bane got cut out of the list and then it kind of balanced back out at 800 points. So like, barring the last time that I played that list, because that didn't go so well, because I haven't played it for so long. I feel like I just need to get some reps and be back on your feet with that. But I think the meta's kind of changed quite a lot. I mean, I think Maul is still really good, and that's where I probably feel the most comfortable. But I think there's other options, obviously. Yeah, I think my approach, and especially since you say, like, you're still doing the, the videos and stuff, um when i do demo games with people and i'm doing 800 point kind of level demos um i still put in units which i wouldn't normally put on the table so i'll put um i did one the other week i put uh din on the table in an empire list so it's still double bounty but it was trying out something that i don't normally do so i i i'm doing a demo i'm teaching a guy how to play um but at the same time, I come out of that going, oh, I've now seen a bit of possibility on how DIN works. Like I'm still getting the table experience on that new stuff that I've not tried before. Now, obviously, it's not dialed up to 11. It's not going to be the most efficient of lists. But seeing how that one, just putting that one character in this list that like it's the most inefficient thing ever, like it's never going to win a tournament that I run. But the thing that I cared about coming out of that demo game was, A, did he enjoy the game? And B... 
I got to learn how to use DIN slightly, or I saw some possibilities. And I did another one the other week where I was like, I want to see what Grievous is like these days. And it wasn't much different to what he's always been like. <laughs> um, his dice whiff and nothing happens. Um, so I think that's one way you can look at it as well. To take one or two aspects that you either don't have the experience with and you want experience with and just put them on the table. So they might be in a vacuum, you're learning how they work. And then obviously when you put them into that most efficient list that you do know works, um, you'll have more experience all compiled together. And then obviously the, hopefully the synergies will then connect and help lift that all that experience and um, like push you to a better play level. That's how I would do it. I think that makes a lot of sense. I feel like it's like with any unit, right? If The more experience you get with it on the table, the better you are with it. And that's that's definitely what I found helped a lot last year in preparation for two days was just getting mm-hmm. more and more reps. And I think at the end, as we went to LGT, I had nearly 40 reps with it and I'd only lost three games. So like having that repetition just meant that you just know it inside and out. Yeah. And I think if you're if you are knuckling down a list and you want it in the reps, don't make big changes. Um, so one thing I remember Lila was doing when we were practicing for Worlds um, she had a piece of paper and when we was doing a day of gaming we'd try and get like three, four games in a day she would run the day running um, into the fray and then she'd sit there and she would mark down all the times that she spent an into the fray token and it saved more versus the times that having tenacity would have killed an extra guy um so uh, and therefore she could have moved on and done something better you know like it it was basically making a, po- a a note record of each one but all she was doing between the list was making one change so if you go ah oh, what's this list like with aggressive tactics instead of improvised orders okay well let's drop the things that get me the points in run the list and that's the only thing i'm making a change on and you'll see that you you you're kind of getting a uh, you're still getting all the reps in with all the units that you're wanting to try and that list but you're making that one change. You're like, oh, man, I really need improvised orders. Okay, um, let's try and change this other thing. Let's drop points here and add this in instead. And you'll get to a point eventually of what is the most efficient version of your list um, and hopefully, therefore, do well at your event. Yeah, again, I think that's like great advice. I th- I've never would never have thought about having some paper and marking it down. I think that's like such an interesting way of looking at it, seeing if it does actually hold like any value. Because I into the frame. she was doing it at tournaments and everything. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I was like, what are you drawing? Because like, into oh, the fray, you nice. just assume that that's always value for money, but you'd never actually work out if you do, or you miss the trigger or, you know. And then I think she, she did a run of running Vigilance with Maul um with uh without into the fray and think like she did quite a few variations with her list and it was just like well how many times me having a dodge at the start of the turn and more getting shot would that vigilance have paid off over like three games and it's like once and she's like well okay that's not worth 12 points into the fray i've used it five times over three games okay that's worth four points you know like yeah absolutely sometimes you don't remember so it was just a, a good way of looking at it so I think something like that would probably be worthwhile with Choke now. So they'd be interested to see whether that... I, I don't get me wrong, it, it, it certainly, I certainly found value of it over the weekend. Because even just choking, instead of like, you know, when I was up against like the five-man um, sniper BX series droids squads, just choking one of them felt really good. 
which leads nicely on. Unless, Tom, you have any other queries? It's actually these nicely on. So we're actually going to talk about lists submitted, but we did have a question submitted. So I'll quickly hoik it out of the of the inbox. Uh, where is he? This is sent from uh, this is sent from our our friend and yours, Matthew Haslam. Hey, I had a question for the pod. If you had time, it's only a short one, and this kind of ties in with what we're talking about. Like you're evaluating an upgrade for its points and if it's worth it. His question is: At what points cost would burst of speed? no longer be near an auto-include for most Jedi, especially in non-Republic after the choke nerf. Um, so, so, yeah. For, for Commander Vader, I'd spend 25 points on Burst of Speed. Because yeah. because Burst of Speed is what makes him dangerous. Um, same as I would probably spend 25 points, if not more, on Force Push. But, but then but, I think Vader benefits from it the most because of his yeah, speed yeah. one, whereas the other Force users... You can and kind of mitigate that with push and being speed two in general. Like, I, I think any more than ten points for a speed two force user doesn't get taken. Yeah, I think ten is literally the spot on. I think even at twelve, I'm like, nah, just take something else. Yeah, yeah but, that's exactly but, how it, I build more. It, is it? It's just well, sorry, Commander Vader and Palp. Like those, those are the two where it's worth the additional points. Yeah, Yoda. Yeah, but Yoda's got a command card that he could potentially use twice, so it's no, baked in. Well, yeah, no, but yeah, so that but potentially is always your, the word. What, and what, that, what, and in, 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 in Republic, your points are already too fiercely fought for. So if you're throwing twenty five points um, onto, you know, oh, I'm not saying points. I'd make it twenty five points. I would <laughs> saying if I'm you putting for, uh, um, putting. Um, Burst of speed on Yoda. I'm probably saying the most I'd pay for it is about fifteen to seventeen, somewhere there, and then that's the then that's my limit. I'm not paying twenty five points to put burst of speed on Yoda for the reason you said about the command card. But burst of speed on Yoda is makes is makes him. Uh, oh, it makes him scary because then you even play, you play that on the you play that on the relent on the two pip which gives him which when he has relentless. You burst a speed move twice, attack, because he can perform two attack actions because of his mastery. You burst a speed, you're hacking something, or you're burst a speed and you're doing the blast thing. And if, you've repl- if you're clones, you burst a speed in Hadouken with his force wave, and then you potentially have a fire support, and you can do it again with a second fire support, and it's powerful as heck. If, yeah, if we're living in magical Christmas London, that all goes to plan, which it never does. <laughs> No, it does. No, tell me how that doesn't work. Right, no, no. I'm telling you that in a perfect world, you'll be able to do that every game. But unfortunately, it just doesn't work like that because you have to. That that would require you moving up with your clone ball. Like, uh, no, not necessarily. Like, to, to, not necessarily. No, 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 no. It doesn't nah, at all. It could be going your horizontally. You clone ball because of the way you recycle Yoda's cards. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. Two pip can come out twice. Yeah, it can. So, but, but what I'm saying is, you're not always going to have the orders and the and the right placements and the positioning of the troops. Like, yes, Vader can burst of speed um, on his implacable turn three times, and he can do all of this damage, but all it takes is a couple of blanks on your red saves and you get stopped at the first unit. Oh, yeah, okay. Any dice can mitigate something. Yeah, yeah. But I think but, that but, but burst of speed on Yoda, for me, is... How many times damn near an auto. do you reckon you burst of speed on implacable? Like, is it always in the implacable turn that you're doing it? Like, it'd just be an interesting, like, 
no, stat? It, Do you think it's like five out of ten times or ninety percent? You, it probably lands. And but so the the the, the more the more thing is, burst of speed is always played on a one pip. That so it doesn't really matter which one pip it is, and it well, it also depends on the mission. Um, so burst of speed will be played on hostage exchange if I lose the roll off, um, so that I can then burst um, Vader's might force push and then reburst into them much closer to my lines. Um, whereas like key positions will always be burst on the implacable. We, 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 you'll burst on implacable because you'll leave that for turn six because implacable is technically a little bit better than Vader's might for key positions. Um, you know, bombing run, you probably save um, burst of speed for the last turn and just try and dive Vader in. Or if an opportunity arises itself earlier, just for you to get into their gun line, then you do that on one of the earlier turns. Um, and then bombing run. I think the only time I'd ever burst on something that isn't a one pip is if I dropped a bomb and Vader could reach it if he bursted. So if he could burst and claim. But yeah, the, 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 there's very there's very very few times where it'd be outside of a one pip, and it'd be sort of seven times implacable, three times Vader's might out of ten. I think. You ever done burst of speed on implacable with Vader having a bomb on bombing run? No, because why it, would Vader have a bomb? When I've just, got... just, to, just if you have <laughs> lack of four squads of bikes, mate. No, but yeah. just if you have no, no, all right, if you're if you're not taking Blizzard Force because you like don't want to take Blizzard Force. So if you're not asking Ollie, do you? Ollie, you... Yeah. I mean, have you, have you ever done it? I just wondered. If, if, if you're not taking if you're not taking Blizzard Force, you're still never putting a bomb on Vader ever. That that's that's so stupid. Okay, no, but... I just want. No. I only wondered because it's a really good little tactic to to do it on again. Going back to Yoda and the burst of speed debate, it's really clever to do it on Yoda because you burst of speed him, and then he gets his one pip out, and then he still can do the. He still he's rapid. Yeah, right. just, works really well. Yoda is always his own little caveat to everything. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. As I always say to people, you can only do an action once, apart from move, unless your name's Yoda, because Yoda's the only person who's allowed to do things more than once. So Yoda is always just a bubble exception of just any rule. He breaks everything, but in a good way. Yeah, you know, I think that. So if if you if, if bombing run is in your deck, then you get, and you're not running Blizzard Force, then you're probably running Jubax. That's the only that's the only other re- reason I could think of you to take it. Or you're running like Iden ISF triple bikes. Um, but you're never sticking it on a force user. For like for the most part, because you don't want your force user to be having to cross open table to score you points. You want to be able to choose when you dive that force user, and you don't want to feel, oh well, if I, if he doesn't go now, if he doesn't move up the table now, I'm never going to get him into the scoring range. And it just it it's, it it stops you from putting your force user in stupid spots. Um, wrong, you can put your force user in a great spot and still fail all your sales. Sorry, fail all of your saves, just like I did at the first UKG against Andy. But you know these like, these things do happen. But you don't if if you listen to this, do not put a bomb on your force user. Just don't do it. Give it to a unless, fast. Give it to a unless, fast unit. Unless it's Yoda. Unless it's Yoda. Yeah, I think this thing. Right. So one word answers, uh, or as close to um, for the following question, and then we'll move on to the lists that we have. So Tom, would you pay more for burst of speed with your force users that you use? No. <laughs> Ollie. No. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Yes. Andy. No. I'm a yes. There we go. So the 50-50 split. So there's an interesting one. Um, talking of 50-50 split, this is literally going to be a very quick one. 
because we had lists submitted and I want to make this a quick one because this is something that we had a bit of a laugh about in our little private chat. I know what it but is. Let's go with this. Tom. Yeah. You, tabletop you, you, are, you are wrong is the answer. Table, I know. Tabletop Admiral. <laughs> tabletop Admiral or Fifth Trooper Army Builder. Fifth Trooper every day. Right. Hold on. Andy. Same question. It depends if my boss is going to listen oh, to his God podcast. So. Mate, he doesn't, he doesn't listen to his own podcast. He's not listening to this. He said he doesn't listen to his own, so you're fine. Evan will Evan will. Also, he ain't going to report me back. He's, also, he ain't... he's getting an hour and 15 minutes into us talking. He ain't your boss. <laughs> um, no, I use uh, Tabletop Admiral all Ollie? day long. Fifth Trooper, because it doesn't suck. And I'm, I'm Tabletop Admiral for the reason that I think the Fifth Trooper one... Is is not as intuitive. But, can, I, right, can, sure. I t- can I tell you why you're wrong? Can we have a podcast just on deliberating right. over which one's better? Oh, oh, right. hang, on, no, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I've, I've got, hang on. I've got an idea. Hang on, one second. Hold this thought, boys. Do some filler. I've got an idea. One second. I, I know what he's doing. He's going to fetch his bell. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I, 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 <laughs> I, I, I hope he's not going to bring his bell back because I'm, I'm just sick of it. See, no, no one's neutral in this anyway. We, we, we've all got a stake in it. But <laughs> if, if, every time someone posts a link and I click it on my phone from Tabletop Admiral, oh, it I don't load. click it. Yeah. If it's it, it Tabletop Admiral, I won't click it. It, it, it just doesn't load. It's, it, I can't load and, with Trooper while I'm at work. Well, you so should be doing work, work, mate. Yeah, you should be doing work. <laughs> People send me links, and I'm like, "Oh, can you send me that as a fi- uh, as a tabletop admiral instead of fifth trooper, please?" I, I swear to God, if you've got that bell, I'm coming round your house, and, and I'm going to hurt you. <laughs> ah, that is piercing. <laughs> right, o- almost as piercing as Cockle's non-existent trophy shelf. <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what's really? Do you know what's really annoying? It's like, damn it, they're all back. My other trophies I have from my life are not right, not on display. It's really it's, it's, anyway, it's right? Because you right. you clearly brought me on to level out the the trophy winning abilities of the podcast because I also have no trophies for my podcast. <laughs> Somewhere, somewhere is my is one of my MK tournament trophies as well. So, oh yeah. crap! Yeah, and I've got a Galaxy on Fire trophy given to me from uh, from 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 Mickey for, for fun. These, if anyone's interested, the other two are just cracking out certificates. Why have you got them framed, you sad bastards? Framed, mate. Andy brought that looks like a four-year-old's one at sports day. Yeah, it's oh. like. Oh, turned, up, turned up award. And they don't stop coming. <laughs> also, you've been to more than me. I'm, also, I'm just going to put it. Your missus is letting you put these on display. My um, missus don't get a say in it. This is my shelf. <laughs> <laughs> is that your right. one corner of the house? Yep. Right. Okay. <laughs> Uh, we're going to do Andy, Andy versus Tom because Ollie, you're on all the time, so it's just this is going to give Tom his chance here. So, oh, no. uh, Tom, Tom, I'm going to give you a minute, and you're going to give me the arguments pro and for, and then and, and then Andy will do the other do the other. And I want so you, uh, actually, I'll give you ninety seconds. Oh, um, ninety seconds, a minute and a half, starting now. Okay, uh, Fifth Trooper is great because you, you've got everything in front of you. You can filter it by Battle Force. You can go by all the units. It's instantly updated with all the points. It's really good. It's got a really good user interface. You can export everything. It's got all the Battle Force cards. If you really wanted to play um, their weird 
version of Legion. Stormtide, you can do that as well. Probably wouldn't bother. Um, it's got <laughs> it's got all, everything. You can use old points. You can use new points. It's great. Um, Tabletop Admiral is massively confusing when you look at it. You, it's got all of the commanders just constantly listed out and all the units, even if you've not clicked on those units, you don't want to use them. It's just confusing, it's cluttered, and it's just not as good. I don't even need the full time. Oh, you yield your time, as they say in America. Right, okay. Need it, Andy. Andy, you've got your st- you have 90 seconds. I, I'm just going to yeah. put this out there. It's really hard to be neutral about this because I have my favourite as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> Go. So... With Tabletop Admiral, you can filter by uh, the rank. So you can click on Commander and it will show you just the commanders. Or if you click on it again, it will bring you back to their normal view, which lists all of the units at once. So therefore, you can have it looking like Fifth Trooper if you really wanted it to. If you wanted it to be good. No. Uh, No point, no interrupting. (laughs) I'm I'm catering for both uh, styles. Uh, The other thing that makes uh, Tabletop Admiral better is it lists the upgrades and I can select just the first training slot and equip the upgrade and I don't have to worry about going through the other upgrades that are available to me. I only want to equip one. I don't care about the other five that are possible. Um, I think the UI layout I find uh, a little bit unintuitive. Um, for As you say, you think it's great, but I don't like it. Where Where is the Battle Force button? It is unintuitive on finding where that button is. At least with uh, Tabletop Admiral, it's a clear click of the button at the bottom right. And they both all have import and export functionality. So there is no benefit on that. And they can both use on TTS and they can be 20 used seconds. on uh, Legion uh, Game Up Link. So it's a personal thing, but it's way better. I think it's a... Right. <laughs> it's going to sound like a really on-the-fence answer. I think it's a draw because they're both good. Now, if you don't don't go with the, oh, it's in the Kazons, whatever. They're both good because they serve different purposes. If you are a TO and you're looking, you're much more analytical in your look of thought and like, right, as Andy said, with on Tabletop Admiral, you don't have to click on the upgrades and it gives you everything. You just go, right, I just want that. Thank you very much. Done. Don't need to worry about all the other. If you pick in Cody, there's only one upgrade you're sticking on probably, and that's maybe Hunter. Uh, and then you don't need to worry about the other three or four that are going to go on. It, or mm. with the troop, with the, troop with, the, with the phase two troops or whatever, you're sticking on, oh, just have the heavy weapon done. You don't need to worry about sticking on a extra man the training slot the thing don't need to worry about that just going there it is done thank you very much but what about some people uh, who do want the extra man and who do want the training and do want the gear then you click and it's right there you just press the x if you don't want it to carry along it's just a piece of it i don't i don't get the i don't get the animosity towards it because look if i'm i'm currently looking at it right now and i'm just like right i've got looking at say a rebel list like oh look all the commanders are there it's like well i'll have all that if I add that and that, then it eliminates that from the from them again. Now, if, you click, if you click the commander slot on, Tom, on HQ time, up link, it tells you. Tom, my time here, mate. This is why you're wrong. You're supposed no, to be impartial. No, 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 Would you know, like to know what the community voted for? So I did oh. a vote for the team championships. Because we've made it so you, you can only submit in one format just to make um, TO in easier. So the, they... We, I did it as a poll, so you, you could pick either Fifth Trooper or uh, Tabletop Admiral. Where was that? Well, it was in the captain's uh, one. And guess what? You're not a captain. <laughs> it's actually, it was the representative, not captains. But I'm waiting for Ollie to crack out. Look at me. Look at me. Um, you, know, you know what, though, mate? I know where you're going with this poll. 
and people voted for Brexit and Trump. So, like, that says it all, really. It was an outstanding out of 11 countries that voted, um, and these are your country representatives voting. So there was nine that we've we've held their vote. Um, eight <laughs> vote. <laughs> so two people decided. <laughs> no, no. Was, out of twenty countries that are in the chat, uh, there was eleven votes. Nine we've held. So eight of them voted for Legion HQ, and three of them voted for Tabletop Admiral. So the, the country's representative favourites are Fifth Trooper. Good. <sighs> Again, going to show giving the public a vote never a right thing. Hold on, no. I, take it, I take it back. The public know right. what's up. <laughs> Let's just let's just go back for a second. It doesn't matter what you use. Whoever made them, whoever created them, because people have taken them out their time. It's not that they're paid to do it unless they're fifth trooper, which I think they probably are. But anyway, my point is, it's community involvement, all that sort of stuff. So hats off to those uh, to doing that. Uh, right. We will be wrapping up the show within probably 15, 20 minutes, but we've got some lists. So we're just going to give our hot takes on now. Uh, so let's start. Uh, lads, if you head on to the chat, I've put that in the WhatsApp. We will start right at the top. Uh, and the first list comes in from Andreas Killy. He has sent in a double Jedi nine activation list, which is uh, Luke's... Uh, I, thought okay. he wanted, I, thought, I thought he wanted his double bounty list read out. Not his... I mean, I've, yeah. I already put them in a thing and I can't... I've, I've put it in here and it's too late. This is, I've put it in here and it just saved me the going through refining it and all that. So we've got the double Jedi list. He can do the double bounty one next time because I've had a couple of his lists on before. It's fine. We'll do that another time. To be honest, I'm surprised he didn't put a Wookiee list, uh, not a Wookiee, Ewok list in, but that's enough. <laughs> so I was expecting an all right. Ewok list. <laughs> yeah, I was too. So anyway, we'll do his Double Jedi list that he submitted first. And that's like like a quiz. We take your first answer. Double Jedi, nine activations, uh, 795 points. And he, it is Commander Luke Skywalker with burst of speed, force push, emergency stims. Lando Calrissian with improvised orders, recon intel. Ahsoka Tano with burst of speed, force push into the fray and tenacity. Uh, Rebel veterans times two with a crit gun, two Mark IV blasters, and two strike team sniper strike teams with one, two, three. The th- only three of the loot cards, uh, and the other and all the, the other ones are the. Oh, hang on, and three, the three loot, three Ahsoka. Ah, uh, but he's got the he's got the he's got the con, the, the the contingencies um, in there as well, so it works out quite well. Yeah, four four um, loot, two Ahsoka cards plus the contingencies. Yep. So um, for, three Ahsoka cards. So we won't again. Not doing a deep dive. We don't because we could be here for a long time because it's not easy. It's easily done. Um, hot, uh, hot takes and thoughts on this, then, gentlemen. Uh, I don't think it has much in the way of legs once you start shooting at it. Like, so your order control on the gun line isn't great. And once it starts being shot at, it's going to fall apart quite quickly. Like, you know, normally you'll have, you know, your your op Luke. So in this list, you've got no master of the force, which which is always a problem for Jedi. So... Your Jedi are already slightly less effective. Lando's great now; his points have gone down. But I think that you either need to pick Luke or Ahsoka, because um, it's Commander Luke as well. So if this was Lando Calrissian with Op Luke Ahsoka, I think that would be better. But I understand that the points um, aren't as available for it. Tom, yeah, I think annoyingly I agree with Wally. Like I really want this list to be great, um, <laughs> but I think Commander, <laughs> I think Commander Luke. Is um, for me, he's 
only really working at the moment in Echo Base um, because of the free free recover card and and the rest of the list around him. Other than that, I think Jedi Luke is just so much stronger. Um, but I would definitely play this list. But like Ollie says, I think it probably does fall apart under under some fire on the core. Uh, I'm just checking the the Ahsoka cards. I think uh, does it not gain? It's, for, it's free and free. I was going to say, is there a recover card in there somewhere? Just uh, on there. Yeah, her, so I, I think it's her three pip lets her recover. She recovers when Ahsoka is using order small base strength gains an aim or a dodge. So in theory, he might not need to recover so much if he, he could do recover. It's, well, recover he gets move. a free dodge, but he yeah, still he doesn't recover dodge. push. No, but it, no, but what you could you can recover, move, charge, no. get the hit off, and whatever. Maybe I don't know. I'm just thinking of. I'm trying to sort of think of ideas, but it's not that easy. Like I say, I want it to be really good, but I, I think I think Commander Luke just lets it down a little bit. Yeah, the guardian, the guardian two on her though could be really handy. Could, could be, but Commander Luke's home is Echo Base. The, the problem is with her guardian card is um, he's got no medics, so it's. If she's guardian, she's risking getting hurt, and he's got no way to recover from it. Yeah. Um. And the only thing you want a guardian realistically is Luke. Yep. Um. Maybe Lando if he's in a bad position for one shot or something. That's it. But if he drops all them vets and turrets, gets rid of the gun line, swaps them for um generic troopers with medics, um, and then puts a strike team back in, so you're keeping the same activation count, but you're basically just using the troops as medic batteries um to keep them Jedi alive. Um, I think you might find it as a better chance because then that gun line is just going to dissolve and then there's just going to be Jedi left to shoot. There we go. Uh, so that's the first list. The second list is now an Empire list. Uh, this was this one is from Joe. Uh, by the way, these are all our patron supporters. So if you, again, there's an incentive if you want to be part of the patron community that you have, our own little Discord, etc., etc. Um 796, nine activations. I picked this because it had Krennic in it. I hadn't seen Krennic in the list for a little while. So Krennic, Bosk with Hunter and Environment with Gear, Shore Troopers, T21B, an extra Shore Trooper and Target in Scopes, a Mortar, Stormtroopers with a DLT, two HH12 Stormtroopers squads, uh, Death Troopers with their gun and Overwatch, uh, and an ATST with Governor Price. Uh, light blaster cannon and an HQ uplink. I'm not an Empire player. Can't comment. All I'd say is that I would, if it was me looking at this, I'd be like, oh god, Death Troopers, bloody eight Death Troopers. Um, yeah. So that's my only thing. But yeah. So, um, uh, Andy, take this away. You first. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I had to look up when I was looking at lists uh, what Governor Price does because it's been a while. <laughs> um, I like the idea because I think you've got a lot of suppression available there. Can, with a can, you remind, can you remind us that what Governor Price does? Yeah, so I thought it was only affecting transported units, but um, basically any unit that she is transporting or is at range one to two of her gains an aim token. It is a free action, but they do suffer a suppression. Um, so it's it's probably good in supporting the Death Troopers if the Death Troopers and the ATST are next to each other. Um but I think the ATST is probably better off um taking a link target array instead of HQ uplink. Um and lean more into the shore gun line. Drop the storms. I know the HH twelve's there's for um uh, dark troopers, but an ATST will rip them apart. 
So lean more into the short gun line, lean more into the suppressive mechanic um, and get the, the mortar on the ATST as well. Um, Jeff taught me um, that a range four shot with the ATST with uh, double rainbow and the mortars and three extra white. If you've got enough aims behind it, that's nine dice. That's pretty scary with a suppressive weapon. But yeah, it's a good starting point. Bosk, uh, good old cross glisk, Krennic and Bosk. Yeah, cool, lovely. Ollie, I, I think you drop the ATST and you take two more death troopers in its place. Uh, I think you drop the additional shore trooper for an extra 10 points there. Um, I'm trying to work out if there's a way that you can... If you drop Overwatch from them, so that's 68, 68, 132. That gives you 23, 33. It's like listening to an episode of Countdown. No, I'm just trying to work out if there's a way that you can... Oh no, it doesn't work that way around anyway. Um, if you were to drop, uh, here you go. If you drop the stormtrooper with the DLT, go for a second shore trooper with T twenty one and targeting scopes. You drop the ATST and Overwatch from the Imperial Death, to- Death Troopers. Take two more Death Troopers to replace the ATST. Then you can take a second mortar in addition, and that gives you double shore, double mortar, double storm with HH twelve, triple Imperial Death Trooper, Bosk and Krennic. And I think that. As a and good your opponent itself, and your opponent needs a million suppression tokens. Yeah, but I I think that that because because I think that the ATST is designed to have the Imperial Hammers pilot on it. Realistically, um, I don't think you need to take the Governor Price or HQ uplink if you do keep it. But I think you're going to get more damage output from having an extra unit of Shores and two more Death Troopers because realistically, what, what what you're doing there is you're going up to. 11 activations. Um, I'm, I'm going to... Cockles, uh, or Tom, if you want to comment on it, I'm just going to build this list just to make sure that my points add up. Um, yeah, I feel like... I feel like the way that you've built it is a little scarier. Like, having the additional activations as well as having more surging red saves is always scary. And um, I always found Governor Price is, is much more valuable in a lap in my opinion, because she can give out the token to whoever she's transporting, whether that be a Vader, a Palp, even Death Troopers. They don't care if they take the suppression. They're getting the free aim. But she's kind of like Imperial Shriv, really. Um, So having an operative heavy list or something you want to transport, she's just a lot more valuable in that. Because in the ATST, you rarely have units too close to it. You just want it to be the murder machine. So having the hammers pilot, I personally think, is a lot more valuable. Uh, Ollie, have you got still, it yet? Still, still going. Just give me a minute. Oh, okay, that's fine. Uh, I, as a non-imperial player, I'll just I'll look at this as an assessment point of view, thinking if what I was facing. So uh, that triple, if you put triple death troopers in there, that would, that, I wouldn't like that. I've never, I've never had a great game against death troopers because they do so much, they do it well. Um, it, Particularly if Death Troopers are in that pissing Imperial Remnant faction, ugh, they think, oh, we'll just get an aim because we're far away, and then we'll recover, shoot, recover, shoot, recover, shoot, recover, shoot because we're a bunch of assholes. That's what I think of Death Troopers because they're a very good unit, but that's just me. And the, do you remember that? Cast your mind back. Do you remember when Death Troopers? Everyone was sitting there going, oh, they're not that good because everyone was because all the Empire players were going, oh, yeah, but you've got Tontons. No. Yeah, but if you no. cast your mind further back, everyone was playing Krennic, triple Death Trooper, Shoreline, and uh, 
that it was, was disgusting. that was the worst LGT ever. <laughs> it was disgusting. Yep. But there we go. Uh, let's see. Ollie, has he so, got it? Yeah, so my, my working... Good, I, and this is mostly because I don't use Admiral. Um, so I thought that the actual points cost were inclusive of their upgrades, but they're not. Um, so you can still fit... So at the moment, I'm sat at nine activations with a 60-point bid. Uh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm figuring out what, what's my spend in there. But at the moment, I've got Krennic uh, with nothing on him, Bosk with Hunter, one Shaw with T21 and targeting scopes, one Mortar, two Stormtroopers with HH12s, and then Death Troopers with the DLT 19D Trooper and the uh, E11, E11D config. So I've still got room for an additional activation there. Um, I'm just trying to work out what that activation is going to be because Shaws seem a little bit moot at this point. Storms, you've already got the HH12, so uh, I'm working out whether... I don't think an officer is a good fit here, um, even if it's for the aims. Just having a little look. In operatives, you're not getting anything in there. So Distraction, distraction Dubak. Uh, you can't quite fit it because um, Dubak's a 70, so I'd have to find... 10 points from somewhere which 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 uh, don't get wrong you can do you like if i take hunter and targeting scopes off the shore troopers and bosk i could get a jew back in there you could throw a sniper in there as activation yeah. padding and have a bid uh no you can't because you take in triple death troop uh actually no you can you, credit, uh, credit, so you can yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Cl- another one so yeah so uh in actual fact yeah you, you probably go um or you take just 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 a squad of four scout troopers as an objective holder yeah, with low profile and all that, yeah, with, yeah, that works out. With, with low profile, but yeah, um, or or you, or you can kind of go in for the bid. So yeah, so you're at ten activations, seven hundred and eighty-eight points, and to be honest, you probably spend those twelve on upgrades across the board. But that way, you're leaning heavily into what Krennic does well with, which is Death Troopers, and then you've still got Bosk in there as well with a reasonable gun line behind it. Cool, cool, cool. Right. Uh, so we'll do. We'll go on to this one because we've not spoken about them too much. Uh, next up it is a list from uh, Johnny. Johnny, he's gone for the Bright Tree Village uh, Ewok list. So let's have a quick look at this. Uh, it is eleven activations, seven ninety-four points. It is. Is it legal? Four commanders. Yeah, it's the battle force. Oh, of course it is. Yeah, yeah. so I hadn't. I can. I forgot the battle force rules there for a second. Layer, three PO, low gray wicket. Uh, Layer has a, a, a aggressive tactics. Low gray has the secret ingredients thing. Uh, he has also onward to victory, which I can't remember what that does. So I won't dwell on the upgrades too much. Um, wicket with forest dwellers and tenacity. Ewok skirmishes with an axe. I like this. this is an axe Ewok. Ewok trapper. Call to Arms and Insatiable Curiosity. I think that's the card where they can just remove uh, an upgrade, isn't it? Yep. A non a, a non unique upgrade. Uh, um, so he's got two of those. Uh, another Ewok skirmishes with an axe and a cu- the curious Ewoks. Um, four Rebel Troopers, two Ewok Slingers, uh, Chuba- and Chewbacca uh, in the AT in the Incognito ATST. Um, I've not. I, I wanted to look at this just as a, a small point of view, of just like let's. It's an Ewok list. It's going to be fun, but because I don't know the cards well enough, I can't offer a, a expert opinion. Uh, I'm going to look at uh, Ollie or Andy for this and Lee, and Tom just to see if they know more about the cards and things I, and thinking well, what will what will Ewoks do in the game in general? Do we think it's going to be a huge thing or? A, I think I think this this is going to be good fun to get out on the table and have a bit of a laugh with. I don't think it has any competitive backing. 
Yeah, like yeah, sure. Like C three PO is good, and Leia bounces off Wicket quite nicely. Low grey works well with the others, but with with this, I think what you're talking what one, two, three of the what core, two of the what special forces, and a naked rebel core. Any 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 big gun line is going to tear through this, and it's gonna and it's gonna tear through it fast because it, you know if, is it though. It's got low profile and they've got uh, nimble. They all have dodges. It's they're a little and the eight man squads of B ones. You know how much you were saying how you hate B one squads. Oh no, it's, imagine it, them. It's not that I hate B one squads. Health. It's just that I hate separatists in general. Just as a faction, <laughs> you know, it almost comes down from the modelling side of thing. I tried to build a squad of B ones. I bought I bought a full separatist army. Tried to build a squad of B ones. Sold a full separatist army. <laughs> <laughs> were, you, were you full sausage fingers at that point or something like <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll say something right now mate i've been full sausage fingers since a baby <laughs> just an fyi if you were to paint it you could paint them quite well because you just dip them into contrast paint oh, yeah, that's great so... and then you can still bleed over them exactly <laughs> just right. as good yeah, yeah um... that's right. in fact just just a big shout out just shout out to jeff who's obviously tried to make another dig in the group chat just want you to know mate any tournament you're at i'm going to convince people to vote mine for best painting <laughs> um, so to sum up on the lists uh, Johnny we'll come back to this and talk about more when we have more playtime with Ewoks and things uh, two more lists uh, again go, won't go deep dive but we've got uh, a rebel one from uh, Jack Prouting which is uh, Jin, Ahsoka, Jin with Vigilance Situational, Prepared Supplies Her Gun, Ahsoka, Push Speed, Fray, Seas uh, Rebel Troopers with a Medbot Two vets with a crit gun, two Mark IVs, and three three strike team sniper, and then an FD. Uh, in the message that was attached was attached to this was if I just crack it out, there he is. Uh, hey cockles, how's it going? I've got this for you. I'm in complete limbo with uh, with it having made a Cassian led version and now falling back uh, to old faithful Jin. If anyone's interested, if anyone for context, if ever you wondered, oh who plays Jin? Jack. Jack plays Jin. Uh, Ahsoka is no issue. The vets uh, I'm set on. Uh, it's the special forces that are supporting it. I've tried the Mando Resistance, built it with three snipers. Uh, I've tried Mando Resistance. This time building it with three snipers, an FD, and a medic trooper attached, but cannot find the right choice uh, that just clicks. Uh, so can we offer Jack something that just that, that is an alternative to this? For me, I just I, was, I just hadn't started on once. I thought I'd go. For me, uh, leaning into the, th- the triple snipers isn't a bad shout. Um, just because I think it's it offered with um, it's just, I think it's just like good range and the old Pierce anti Jedi type stuff with the no, no dodges and all that shenanigans. I don't think that's a bad thing for myself. I'm qu- I'm questioning slash unsure on the FD, but that's just because I've never had a positive experience with an FD myself. But that's just me. I actually played a similar list to this, but with um. We, mainly with the back line with the three snipers and the FD and I think that's a great way to start a list if you're if you're looking to build it out as a starting point I think that's a great place to start and then you can kind of flavour to taste. This is probably something I would run because I love Jin. I think she's wicked like she's died every game I've played her but she's loads of fun to play <laughs> especially built out like that like you you know you've got prepared supplies vigilance and situational so you don't even need to quick thinking but you've got access to dodge for the whole game from turn one that can dodge on every single attack which is great ahsoka is good fun 
Um, and then you've got, you know, the the rebel gun line, um, and so, and some medics was whilst having the range three, uh, range five threat. Sorry, um, oh, yeah, only one medic, but but yeah, I I like it. I think it's I think it's good fun. I think over a full day it might might fall apart, especially against like the current current meta stuff. You know, like with with Blizzard Force and Dark Troopers, I think they'd probably squash it to bits. But <laughs> but it would uh, definitely be fun to play. Ollie. Uh, yeah, I think um, I think Cassian is just the generally better choice because if you pop Cassian in, you don't need to take the FD. Uh, you uh, you can just drop the FD out um, because you've got if because if you drop Cass if you drop the FD out, put Cassian back in, make it three rebel vets with three turrets. There's your answer to dark troopers with the sheer amount of critical you th- you're throwing out, um, and there's some good fire support calls that you can be putting into that as well. Um, I think the list in itself. Like, so I would rather. If, if if I was Jack, I would rather take Jin than Cassian though, because Jack must Jack must be one of the best Jin players in the world. He has to be. Like I've I've seen him do feats that I didn't think were possible in the game whilst he's been running Jin. So my my main advice would be stick to what you know. Stick to Jin because you've had so many games with her that generally speaking, and this is going back to earlier in the podcast, if you play with units that you know how to use, generally you can make a list work. And that. Andy, unless you have anything to final? Um, I think, as a counter to Tom, I think it probably does better into Blizzard than you might think. Um, because, and maybe even Dark Troopers, because you've got f- uh, four range five things, and range five is probably Blizzard's biggest weakness um, because it's only got range four gun line and it's only with the, t- the two HRUs. Um, and the bikes can engage. But if they come for your range five stuff, that means they're in range now of your range three gun lines of the rebel bets and stuff. So I think it's not to say it's a great counter, but I think it's better than you might think at first glance. Um, Because if all three snipers focus a a HRU unit and the FD, you're probably leaving that left with one heavy, maybe just the unit leader, depending on dice rolls. Um, and obviously it all helps on deployment and there's a lot of what ifs there but I think yeah it's a great list and that sums up our list analysis uh, there'll be another one of those in a future episode and all that jazz now we just move on to events which uh, before we wrap up the show uh, so I'll uh, I'll crack on with the, some that I'm finding as I go along and I'll insert as time goes on first off I'm just going to go uh, and say uh, you're welcome to um, uh, the Dutch guy whose name I can't say because i'm not very good at pronouncing dutch names but you're welcome yes I'm, and he was he was happy he thanked us for the shout out for his event that went uh, that happened in in holland the other day uh, and f- continuing that if you're about on the 5th of august and you happen to be going to uh, holland yeah go along to holland there's one called the star wars legion tournoy uh, in arnhem uh, so you just have a little look on there if you're going to the, if you fancy a trip trip abroad uh, or if you are indeed Listening abroad. There you go. If you're in Holland, there's a tournament in Arnhem on the 5th of August. Um, moving more closer to home, uh, the next uh, coming up this Saturday, which would be the 20, no, sorry, July 1st. First off, if you're in the Southwest, uh, in Crediton, Curtain Games have their event on there. If you are then in Scotland, Common Ground Games in Stirling have a World's Qualifier on, uh, starting at 9.30 a.m. And then if you're not in Scotland and you're in Wales, you can go to Wrexham and they have an event on there at Fourth Planet. Uh, but I understand you two, if not three of you, at least two of you are going to 
Stanton, Barry Nedman, it's out for games this week. Is that correct? Two of you going? Yeah, me and Andy are. Yep, yep, I was going, and then my mum's coming down, and it would be rude for me to say, hi, mum, uh, I'm off, see you later. Uh, especially as she's looking after my daughter on Friday. Uh, so that'd be a bit rude, so I couldn't really do that, justify that. So there's that going on. Uh, that, that's what's going on on the first. Uh, Ollie, I'll over to you for a minute. Cool, so uh, a couple of quick announcements. Uh, one is that I have two tickets left for the Daventry tournament. Um, we're now up to 30 players going. Um, it's looking like it's going to be a very, very good weekend. We just had Alfie's dad and Alfie drop out. So um, do come and make sure you grab those last two tickets off me. Secondly, we have our second world qualifier. Uh, I've confirmed this with the store now, and we are going to be having... 32 players at Kingdom Gaming in Northampton. This is going to be another Worlds qualifier, same as it is for Daventry. Uh, We also have some absolutely exceptional prizes. Thank you to a certain member of our community. You know who you are. Uh, We will be doing one of the celebrations. Yeah, it's the celebrations, right? Yeah, so Star Wars Celebrations diorama uh, with the Luke, Vader and Palpatine that will be going as one of the prizes for the event. So if you did miss out on that, please make sure to sign up for tickets. The event page will be going live in the next couple of days, just once I've got the rest of Daventry admin sorted out. Uh, and what was the date on that one again? Just that, is the, that is the 9th and 10th of September, another two-dayer. Uh, we will, of course, be having a good social in Northampton. You can all try and guess where I live, no doubt. Please, if anyone's going to try and follow me home, just ask me. <laughs> Annoyingly, I can't make that one. Um, as much as I love Star Wars Legion, I'm looking forward to being a godfather to my best friend's daughter. So uh, priorities there, I'm afraid. And I'm- yeah, I'm going to be the best man at a wedding, so I can't. That's not that's not a valid excuse to sack it off for some Legion. Yeah, sorry. So I put that out there now. But hey, Andy can't make the, fir- the first one, so can't all be there. It will happen at some point. Uh, in fact, hang on. Isn't it happening at 1-1 in August? Uh, it is so obviously MKGT. Uh, got only got a few more weeks left now, uh, six weeks I think it is, um, and uh, we've got five tickets left. So if we can sell one ticket a week, we will sell out before it happens. Uh, <laughs> just to reiterate, because he says every, my mate Adam definitely having one. I just he needs to put his finger out. <laughs> okay, so there's four tickets left, okay. <laughs> um, and that will take us to a full ninety-six man um, event and woman. And what? And women, men and women. And we- oh yeah, sorry, there is yeah, yeah there is actually a, a good portion of women. Coming, yeah, exactly. Which... <laughs> yeah. Um, I've also got um uh, two other announcements. I will be running a uh, Star Wars Legion League in the Milton Keynes area. Um, so if you are interested, uh, be uh, a fee for prizes, and it will be done in a, like a round robin pod style. So small groups of four or five players, you'll play everyone, and then it'll lead on into an upper bracket knockout and a lower bracket knockout. Um, I'm looking to do sign-ups throughout the whole of July and then start the event um, for a couple of months in August. So it'd be like an expectation of one game every two to three weeks, depending on how many players we have. Um, So keep an eye out on Facebook for that. I'll be pushing it. Um, But more importantly, the next big event after MKGT that I'm running as a two-dayer, and this is the first announcement of it. I've not even told any of the other podcasters. I am running LGT. So LGT this year is in safe hands. There will not be a terrain crisis or terrain gates like last year. So um, it's going to be... I haven't fully set on this format, but it's going to be two days. It's the, uh, the Saturday and Sunday of LGT, which is the 30th of September and the 1st of October. Um, 
and uh, I haven't decided if I'm going to do six Swiss or do a knockout with a cut for all who all who go two and one, depending on player so, uh, ticket numbers. Um, but there should also be other announcements for this in future podcasts regarding prize support. Excellent. Uh, Tom? Yes, that is me. Sorry, I was still on mute then. Um, yeah, we have a um, 24-man Worlds qualifier in November, on November the 18th, the massively advanced warning, um, in High Wycombe at Tabletop Republic. You can get your tickets there for £20. Um, and I think maybe all of us will be there. I know Andy has got a ticket. Cockles is coming. Um, I should be. I should be. I'm just going to make sure my mother isn't coming down again <laughs> for an event that happens. <laughs> I mean, it's far enough in advance that you should be able to tell her to come another weekend. Oh, you'd, you'd say that, <laughs> but I mean, you're a married man. You'd understand when you say your wife makes plans and you sit there and go, oh, am I doing that? Am I? Oh, all right. I need to change that. Yeah, that is 100% true. Um, <laughs> I also think just just this one's a little bit closer. Um, I believe the 29th and 30th is the world's qualifier at Sanctuary because they very, very lovingly moved their event back a week so that we could have Daventry on the dates that we requested. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I think, I think theirs is on the... 29th and 30th and I believe they I believe they've got space for 40 yeah yeah so yeah, so yeah so you've got yours uh coming up in high Wycombe in November uh sanctuary in end of July and there'll be more coming up as time goes on as more as more as we obviously we put a show out every two weeks we'll let you know of more events if you have events that you are running or wanting to run and looking to have sponsorship contact Ollie um it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're UK, Poland, Germany, France, Australia, whatever. Um, we're happy to help out and or and support your um, support your efforts and support grow your community and all that sort of stuff. Because if ever, if more people play, more events, all that jazz. Yeah. Um, that's about it, really. Uh, anything else, anyone? Oh, we're we remembering dates for events now, are we? No, we're just uh, trying to remind each other of which ones we've committed to. <laughs> there we go. But, yeah, lots of events and time to commit to. Um, so that we're, we're, on that note, we'll wrap the show up because it's been nice and uh, and all that sort of jazz. Uh, Tom, if people want to find you and stalk you, where would they find you? Well, street um, court in High Wycombe on a Friday night. <laughs> Don't actually live in High Wycombe, so that's fine. Um, I am on the Discord of Tom Smithy Smith. Dash that's no moon. Um, or we're on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash TNM pod, or you can just search that's no moon podcast and we'll come up. And what video is the most recent video that we've released? The most recent video is a battle report of me playing a a, a Dave Grant list of a bus, Mando, three snipers, two FDs, and a load of medics against my friend Chris, who was playing Din, Boba, Becky, or Maggie, and uh, a load of naked stormtroopers. Um, and it's been going down quite well. We had some added production value of having uh, a jazzy intro and outro. But I've also been wish... kicked off the pod now. I don't wish to be that guy, but that's your first warning. <laughs> that's a disciplinary uh, for saying oh, the word no. Becky. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> there we go. Uh, Ollie, if people want to find you in Northampton, where should they go? <laughs> um, you can find me on Discord. I'm at CBT3 That's No Moon. And you can also message the page. Um, please do please do note the message under sponsorship um, and do ask me on the Discord or about anything like that. Um, you can also find me nowhere else because I don't publicize it. Andy, if people want to find you and do things, what would it be? Well, that's an offer I can't refuse. Uh, most, um, he's generally at most dog shelters around the Peterborough area every weekend. <laughs> I thought I was, I was banned from them. Oh, well, you, <laughs> you're within 15 metres of them. You're not allowed in the front door. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can find me on the Discord as AJST. I have the That's No Moon um tags and as well as the fifth trooper um you can also find me on facebook as andrew terrell um oh i did remember one event that neither of us mentioned um invader league is starting as well so oh, uh, you know what? signups are open i was actually going to mention that um but yeah so yeah but uh, signups are open for invader league if you don't know what invader league is very quickly it's the is the tabletop simulator version of Star Wars Legion, and it is a global event of which we are sponsoring. I just don't know what we're sponsoring yet. We, well, I know we are. I just don't know what we're doing yet. So I've had the message saying, "Will you do it?" And I've replied saying, "Yeah." And um, and I messaged earlier saying, "Do you want anything?" And I haven't had anything back yet. So we are sponsoring. Just don't know what yet. So um, that's all good fun at there. So again, we are able to do sponsoring for events by thanks to our patron supporters. Of which, if you want, are looking, are wanting to support our. Our, our work uh, and videos uh, that Tom does and, and all this sorts of stuff and the podcast and all this sorts of stuff uh, that would be on patreon.com forward slash that's uh, moon yeah just go on there have a little look uh, and see the three different tiers to all the sorts of things like that uh, hoodies will be going out end of the week for those of the uh, the first lot of the people that came in so they're going out at the end of the week so there we go uh, if they're not going out at the end of the week they'll be coming to me and then I'll be giving them hand to you with a handshake and all that sort of stuff and yes, I know it's a hoodie in the summer, but we all like a bit of sweat. Uh, I'm Cockles, and you can find me at Cockles Faulkner on Twitter, Discord, uh, and Facebook, uh, and all that jazz. And if Ollie isn't replying to messages about sponsorship, I'm replying to messages to say, howdy, how you doing, all that sort of stuff. Or I'm baiting Americans with American football jibes and jabs and saying, hey, you're not going to win. And on that note, uh, Tennessee, it's not happening. I mean... I'm going to put a little final joke there. I imagine their American football fantasy football team is going to be much like their real football team. Crap. Tennessee, not very Titanic. Anyway, this has been That's No Moon, the Star Wars Legion podcast. I will see you guys later. Thank you for listening. Cheerio. You've been listening to That's No Moon, a Star Wars Legion podcast. To keep up to date with us, please like and follow us on Facebook that's No Moon, a Star Wars Legion podcast, and Instagram, That's No Moon Podcast. <laughs>